spotlights on Eric Shea. Turn it on. Eric Shea. This is the official unofficial spotlight podcast of Weird Science DC for the week of October 19th. 2017. We're proud members of the Comics Podcast Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, or is it the Weeby Geeks Network, Eric? The so. Batman Podcast Network and the Tangent Bound Podcast Network. We are on Facebook at Weird Science DC Comics. We're on Podbean at Weird Science DC Comics at Podbean.com. On Twitter at Weird Science DC. And we have an award winning website, Weird Science DC Comics.com. Eric Shea. Get true. ready, my friend. This is the Dip the Toe Podcast. We we have a very long podcast, a weekly podcast. We don't miss a week. We have that every single week where we have about an eight, nine hour podcast, maybe 10, 11. Who knows? This week, I don't think it's going to be as much. There's no but limitations. This is, no, there isn't. We just go with the flow. You'll never hear us say we have to finish up because we're restricted with time, whatever. Oh, God, so, I wish yeah. you could say that. You just have to relax with us and enjoy the ride. Eric, uh, we also have a Patreon account, and it is patreon.com slash weird science. You can go there to support us and why I really bring that up is each and every week the badasses which is a level of the Patreon account uh, get to pick we have a poll where they get to pick one book and or two if they you know there's a tie but there was if not. they screw get, us around and get a tie yeah, going if they on. screw yeah, us books. and get this tie but usually there is one book each week that will not be featured on this this spotlight or the main podcast you will have to go to Patreon to listen to it it's the $5 level I'll just throw that out there uh, but so you all also get some other things five dollar level and you get some other things with that but you can check that out this week the badasses of the patreon picked superman number 33 so that will be the big patreon only spotlight this week it is eric shea but that's not what we're here to talk about tonight because like i said this is the dip the toe podcast you can see what we're about it's something that easily manageable so you can listen to us say, you know what? I like the cut of Eric Shea's jib. I Nobody like the way that. that guy talks. I heard uh-huh. through the grapevine he had a jerk-off voice, but I don't think so. In fact, he sounds a little bit like the cellar dweller, only a, p- a little difference with the pitch. I don't Eric. sound like Vermillion. Ooh, yeah. Actually, Josh, a lot of people think that you're... Higher-pitched version of your voice sounds like Josh. I don't agree. I think Josh has the voice of an angel. You do not. You have the voice of a devil because you're the cellar dweller. I also want to mention to people that I know that they have been looking for our other podcasts and things like that. Yes, it is true. The Attic Animal will have an episode coming up. It's about it, the original versus the remake. It's going to be The Attic Animal. And he's going to talk about horror movies, Eric. I came up with this idea recently, oh, and I good, think I'm going to go with it. Actually, I, I will mention we do have a pop culture podcast, and most people, if they had listened to that, realize it is gone. It is gone and been buried just like the attic animal, Eric. But me and Eric have been kicking around things, and it may come back at some point. I just want to throw it out there. We're not sure. We're, we're trying to figure out things and get schedules and things like that in. But that has nothing to do with what we're here to talk about tonight. Because we're going to talk about one of the bigger books that came out this week. Though, to me, the word on the street, I'm down at the corner ice cream shop, Eric. And that's S-H-O-P-P-E. It's the Hmm. soda shop I go to, and you sit down, and I want a malted milk. And when I order that, I say, hey there, uh, Freddy, 
What's going on? What's the word on the street about these comics I hear about? And at one point, Freddy would say, listen here, buddy. Pay up this time, you fucking freeloader. I don't want to talk about your goddamn comics. And I say, okay, Freddy, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Hey, Tommy, what's going on with these comics? Tommy is a guy. He's pretty nice. And he says to me, usually, usually Tommy's like, hey there, boss. You know what I likes? I like the Batmans. And that's what he says to me. But recently... Recently, hasn't been bringing that up, and that's the problem. I do think that you had Selena and Bruce. You know, Bruce asking Selena to get married, and that was a huge deal. And like that was a big deal. All of the war of jokes, everyone wants to get to the answer, but yeah. now that it has been answered, now we have the answer. Yeah, it seems like a lot of people, the, the hype is gone, everything. And even the jokes and riddles, to me, the, some of the hype was gone. We did recently say that in the September sales, Batman actually dipped under 100000 for the first time. And I think it was looked at as like 13 years. years. Uh, 13 something years? crazy. I'm telling you, it was something crazy. It never did in the New 52. It got close, but it never did. So that is showing me that some people are bailing. And we talk to people personally, you know, guys in the Get Fresh Coop. Boop. And just normal, you know, everyday run-of-the-mill people on Twitter or whatnot or at the, the soda shop, Eric. And I think a lot of people are dropping Batman, which is a shame because it's a book like the Justice League that should not have any sort – there should never be a question of, of keeping it or dropping it. That should be if on you everybody's are, pull list in my mind. It should be, and it seems to be dropping. But we're going to talk about the latest issue, which does start a new arc after the jokes and riddles. And I don't know if I'm that hip with it. We'll see if you can convince me otherwise. Eric, huh. what are we what are we talking about? Batman number thirty three, written by Tom King with art by Joel Jones, Jordy Belair, and Clayton Cowles. Our rules of engagement arc starts here, and with it, Batman and Selina kill a horse for no reason while making their way to a forbidden land of Kadim or Kadim, so that Kadeem. Batman can confront Talia Al Ghul for some reason, even though it would make him an international enemy. While all yeah. that's going on, Alfred lays the news on the Bat family about Bruce's wedding plans, and Damien starts crying for some yes, reason. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, Eric. And uh, what we just said about some of the stuff in even jokes and riddles, and I can't, even people liked it, even I saw, you know, some people, you know, it's padded. It was a bit padded. Uh, yeah. This is the next arc going on. And boy, this is, issue was padded. padded. But it had nothing going on. How can it no. be pa- padded with nothing? Well, this is like this is padded. This is so padded. I could jump off the Eiffel Tower and land on this and not hurt myself because it's so padded. Eric, and we start off, and you do have what people seem to get excited about, that it seemed that the Batman Nightmare outfit from Batman v Superman is in canon. You know what I, I care? care. Uh, uh, it, a rat's ass, Eric? Is, is that it? Does that explain it? Because all it is is an outfit people this is a you it's know a trench coat reference to a movie that tom yep. king is just keeps putting in every yep. goddamn issue it seems that it, this it is makes his, him look like yeah. he's a part of the club for some reason he just has to make these references because he has nothing else yeah and this is what it seems like these are supposed to be like a wink wink like i'm a fan as much as you guys look and he's in this now there you have him he's there in this outfit okay he's got the goggles i really could care less he's on a horse he's in a desert he has a shotgun he has a shotgun why does Batman ever have a shotgun? There is no way, no reason. He doesn't carry guns. He doesn't use guns. He hates guns. But obviously here, he doesn't use it anyway. He hands it to Selena because they're in the desert on these two horses. This poor horse is dying, which I understand if I'm going to go, he is dying of thirst. I'm thinking yeah. the heat, Exhaustion, thirst is getting there. Heat. A lot of fucking so, elements are going to this horse's death. And yes. I just have to ask myself. 
Why? Why? And and before we even go into the real why is the scene is he hands the shotgun to Selena. Selena says she was a good horse. As she is about to kill him, Batman just takes some slugs of water. I mean, how can you can you be more cold here that he's like, here's the water. You yeah. didn't get horsey and starts drinking it. Yeah, because she said she deserved better. She did. She deserved to never be in the desert. She deserved never to be any parts of this. Batman has vehicles. Batman has the Batwing. Batman has do- it, well, you name what Batman has. I'm and he probably you, has we, 10 we things more stealth. Like we can freaking put a goddamn stealth cloaking device on yeah. the Batwing, fly in, parachute yeah. in, whatever. Even if we have to freaking drive like you'll fly in and then drop down in a bat dune buggy get yeah. across the desert yep. it's better than killing an animal to start yep. this goddamn freaking we're, arc we're, with we're pretty with much gun, which makes no goddamn sense yeah we're like five pages in of all it is is basically them in the desert selena has to kill her horse and then they say listen we have 14 more hours i'm i'm telling you i'm no yeah, veterinarian i'm no horseophile if that's what they're called there. But if one horse is dead, that other one is not lasting 14 more hours with another person on it. Yeah, is that what it's called, equestrian? I, it might be. I, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm not, I'm not the horse whisperer, Eric. Because And actually, nobody's yeah, whispering whisper. that. It's dead. But yeah, in this, you, you're taking another horse now that has to walk 14 hours. Uh, one is already dead, and you're adding another person on top of it to go it is utter nonsense. This is, is that- the nonsense that I have complained about since pretty much the end of I Am Suicide. Everything before that, uh, Tom King was really good at explaining things, I thought, and really wrapping things up. Since the middle of I Am Suicide, this is the sort of scene we get. He produces a scene just for an effect of that scene without being any sort of logic before or after. He just does it for a scene, and why does he give Selena the shotgun to kill this horse? And yeah, you can say, listen, no, Batman, he has a shotgun here. Why? Why? You must have thought that he did it just. I don't know. We have I thought maybe because he knew the horse would die. Just hanging out. Why do they need a shotgun to take care of anything? This is a guy, he plans for everything, yet he took two horses. He knows where he's going. He even says to Tiger, and spoiler, Tiger shows up later. He says to Tiger, he knows how long it'll take. He knows what he's doing. So basically, he set up this horse to die and it's nonsense with everything that he has at his disposal and you can say if anybody's arguing oh he wanted to go in stealth well uh, number one stealth he just shot a gun in the middle so if if you're going stealth you hear that but also you can get closer to where you were a stealthy way and when it goes to the point where it seems like the rules and why is to go in stealth wise is because the JLA and Batman has set up rules why didn't he just go in the JLA which I don't know And why? And at the end, this is where he's like, when he goes in, and we'll get to all this, but when he goes in and says to Tiger, basically says to Tiger, I know that they're going to be waiting for me outside. I know I'm going to. So he knows he's going to get caught anyway. You, you killed yeah. a, a horse. You and asshole. pretty much walking out of Kadim means, you know, pretty much death, it seems yeah. like. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. But you go then. And we go to the manor, and you have a scene with the Robins, and I do think that this is where you have the – this is the continuation of the Bat Burger scene that we had earlier in a Tom King's run where he gets the Bat family together, and they all have to joke around and make fun of each other. I really think that he does not understand the interpersonal relationships of these kids, especially Damien, Dick, 
and Jason because what happens is, and you, you have a fun scene here. First off, I love Joel Jones' art throughout this issue except the actual Robin's faces. Uh, Dick I, Grayson I looks crazy. Like dolls. Yeah, and they don't look right. I love the way Duke looks, though. I, I really do. But the actual Robins look off to me. And you have Jason. He, he's playing tug-of-war with his coat, I guess, with Ace. And they're, they're just sitting there. Dog's going to win. Oh, definitely. Duke's there saying, oh, definitely. The dog is not going to win. And they're going back and forth. And Where's there Titus? is Damien. Yeah, and there's Damien, and he is reading The Lady Killer Murders, which is a cool Joel Jones little yeah. Easter egg of The Lady Killer book that she does. I thought that was cool. Up until this point, of these Robins here, pretty good, because as they're fighting and they're yelling about Ace and he's, Jason's having the tug of war, you have Damien's children. And, and that's pretty good. That is pretty good. But then they just start talking, and it falls apart from me, because Dick's like, hey, he's lucky it's not the cow. And there's the, there's a cow? You haven't seen the cow? All this is his fan service. This is yeah, fan service Duke, to the extreme. The you Duke the has been in the back there. cave. So, you know, he has been there. And this is just, this is basically, they should have said, you know, hey, do you see his uh, Batman's collection of shark repellent? Because that's all this is. It's only fan service. And it didn't get me at all. This is way past that time and where you, the bat cow mentioning. Service, now that we have introduced Ace, and I think it was a Batman annual or a Christmas special. Yeah, I can't remember yes, what it was. It was the Christmas like, special. He actually, that was the Titus story got. Because we have not seen Titus in a long time. I'm yeah, what about really Alfred the Cat? That dog. Yeah, what about Alfred the Cat? We have a bunch yeah. of these things, but it's just basically that Batcow's just mentioned just to be a wink-wink. I know about that, too. And that's when Alfred comes in. And, and I do like the line where, like, how big is this place, Duke says. Which, how big is it? You've been around. You you were actually the guy who's pretty here. much living there. Uh, you, what are you talking about? And Alfred's like, like, the mansion, like this family, as large as it needs to be. Kind of a Doctor Who little, you know, almost like something like that. Or it's almost like a Lord of the Rings. A wizard shows up when he, you know, when the time is needed. I think, it is. I think it's a rich man's stance on anything. The house is as big as it needs to be. Yeah, really. Big enough. Yeah, add all this yeah. section, a wing. And this is where, yes, and that's where you have, you know, mm. Alfred say, Ace, let go. I actually like that. And this goes with because it was Alfred who sat there and trained, trained the dog, Ace yeah. over and over. So I like that. I thought that that was pretty cool. He says, good boy. And then that's where Dick There are problems then, with this whole Robin section in the manor. But overall, it's my favorite part of the book. Because I hate at least it. to a degree – it makes sense. It, like, yeah, you know, it doesn't make sense to me at all. And I can think to myself, well, all right, at least I can understand what they're doing there. Well, I know what they're doing, but to me, every character. So we've already said, you know, Duke lives there. He show, How big is this place? He's the one who's living. They're visiting. He lives there now. Like his it, parents it, live off at a freaking place on the grounds to yeah, take care of their goddamn yeah. Joker. That's why. So to me, yes, I can see what's going on. It's not a mystery, but I think it's still off, and I, it gets worse for me. I, I'm telling you, as it goes on, their interactions. There's a huge thing that I, I just want to slap somebody. But you see, you go back to Batman and Catwoman. They're still going. What What gets me is they end up at a town. Here, you know, you have them. They find Tiger and and now, say. Am I supposed to think this is like Kandahar for because it's Tiger? I guess he's the prince. That's of what I'm saying. I guess because they just get him and then they walk off and now they're going and and you have Tiger just walking. And so I don't understand because they're there well, and then they're goes, in the middle he goes of the, the desert again. Of horses in the desert. He doesn't yeah. want to kill a fucking horse. 
No, but you, you have him there, and it's like, he's like, hey, we got some business to see to in Kadim, so here I am. And Tiger's like, well, you know, what's the, the, that is not a country for business. It's a country for war, sealed off, abandoned by your world, by your justice, leagues of justice, which uh, you, you're, you're Tiger. You've been around, but the, the way he says it, but as you all know, it does not welcome superheroes. And, they, you know, they go with, hey, Dick Grayson said to be here. You're the Tiger King of Kandahar, a man who knows what needs to be known. And you get the idea that this Kadim that they're going to uh, was sealed off. Like nobody's yeah. allowed in or out. It's almost like you would have North Korea. Where to okay. me is that it's go sealed off. New York, but whatever. Yeah, I'm saying it, it seems like a country that is bad. So it is sealed off from anything. You can't come out. We can't go in. He has yeah, to like go in now. York. It just yeah, it just is crazy. But yeah, they're going, and then you have to have more or fan you service. Where, from L.A. I'm sorry, Jim. If I'm no, no, no New here. York. Don't ever go L.A. And there he's like, hey, Dick Grayson said you're the best guy. And as they go off, you have to have Tiger. Dick Grayson is an idiot. And if you read Grayson, the series in the New 52, you'd be like, okay, he says that a lot. Yeah. I get it. I get it. But you, you go whatever. So that's where we go then and and we go back to the manor and that's where they're talking and they're saying like listen there's some things going on here you know batman is on an illegal mission to kadeem that you know that's one thing because superman tried to call and he's not answering the call but also he's like there's uh, there's something else and then they're all joking like let too. me Freaking, guess he has to like he's a, alfred's almost like a wife when the boss calls to find out where you are no. if you don't go in for work he lies like, you have to make him oh he's sick today like Oh, he's got the the scarecrow fear toxin. Real yeah, bad, yeah. Mister. Yeah, Superman. it's real bad. It'd be funny if he like he puts his hand up to the phone. He's ah, he's yelling. Ooh, See, listen he, to him. He's still screaming, Superman. He'll have to get back to you in a maybe a couple of days. Something he just starts sneezing. Like that's something that should should matter. But yeah, he's like, there's something else. Uh, and they're all like, they're all joking. Let me guess. Batman didn't tell us something? Oh, my God. He didn't tell his friends and colleagues who trusted him? He's been keeping a deep, dark secret. Now, this is okay. But the problem is, through Batman and especially into Rebirth and all this, one of the main themes of Batman going on for a couple years now is that he has kept dark secrets. And he has exactly. and he's trying to open up more. Openness ever since the death of yes, the family. It's been he's openness. trying to be a better mentor and partner to these people even, because even to me, he almost yeah. killed them because of his secrets yeah and death of family in the new 52 that was his secrets that did that it even goes into batman and robin eternal which ended pretty much near the end of and into rebirth and yeah. also you had the other things even I the jla the jla to me even goes with the whole deal of being more open trusting getting more people to help but they're Except like oh man ray because ray's a jerk yeah, yeah, and they're like, you know, there's Jason like, and now that secret threatens to destroy everyone and everything, and Damien's like, obviously, so they're all chuckling, they all think yeah. it's a goddamn fucking, you know, who, and that's where Alfred says, now Master Wayne proposed to Miss Kyle, and she is accepted, and you have everybody stunned, okay, that's a pretty cool thing, they're like stunned, and that's where Damien freaks, what the hell did you just say, and then we go back, but really, when, when this continues, I really have a large, a huge problem of how they react 
react. And I know that people are saying that they love the reaction. I just don't get it. But as this goes on, you have Tiger has led them to the gates of Kadeem, uh, Selena, and Batman. There's a guy there. He looks like he's at least 10 feet tall. I'm he's saying, a he's muscular 12 feet guy. tall. You can blow yeah. him standing up. He's that fucking yeah. tall. Yeah, you can. And Tiger's a big dude. He's yeah. like right at the waist. And he, you know, this is a guy he knows. He knows, you know, Tiger, but he also knows Batman. He's like, listen, I, I'm here. I, the money you offer, I'd let anyone in this gate. But that's no man. That's Batman. So he can't do it. And then you just have this these panel progressions of Batman. Yeah. Then cat bat cat. Please. All right, but nice. I'm always nice. And then she goes over to this huge twelve foot guy, meow. I'm like right there. The guy should get his fist <laughs> and hit her over the top of the head. That's all I want. Boom! You're dead. You're, you're done. And then he's like, listen, I'm a guard in the desert appointed the justice. He's appointed by the Justice League of America. I don't know that we'll ever find out why, no. but he's there. I have to turn away everyone. Heroes, villains, I turn See, away I armies. Too. It's like, I don't know what we're dealing with now because, you know, when the, like, I had to think that Talia was put here, like, you know, after, you know, yes. Robin's son of Batman or something like that, because it's the last time we really saw Talia al Ghul. And at this point, the Justly of America was not, like, you know, banded like together. Like, she, is, not a she is under country arrest. Like, I, she is in there, like, it's house arrest, but she gets this country of hers that she can do. That's all I can think, uh, just like you. No, I'm just, it's just going into this, I, this whole idea that, you know, we have this forbidden land, this forbidden country where people are like, you know, escape from L, uh, New York about yeah. it, where you have this yeah, guard who I want to call Hassan, because it reminds me of the freaking Hassan Chop from the Bugs Bunny Yeah, it's Bunny a Hassan cartoon. Chop. But, uh, this the whole idea that the Justice, he, like we say, the Justice League of America has set this whole set thing this up, up, which is just an odd thing it to begin with, because now America's got those goddamn toes in other countries' businesses and whatnot, but why wouldn't it just be the Justice League? I really think this is a goddamn typo where it should just be the Justice League and know, not the Justice League of America. Because he says it's he's like he was appointed by the Justice League of America, which is fine. But really, it's a weird like it's what is this? One of those like the clockwork deal, the the clockmaker. Like I'll set you up. Like it's Batman. Batman leads the Justice League of America, and yeah. it's like the UN and the Justice League of America together, but. Batman's the head honcho, so he must say, okay, now you start guarding and runs away because he, he's going to be guarded. Woo, woo, woo. He runs away, okay, because this is like so there's shocked. not even a talk about it. And then he's like, but you, little girl, what am I supposed to do now? Do you want to dance? And she, ah, uh, yes, I want to dance. Somehow the whip comes out, and somehow a 12-foot man is defeated by, by Selena. I don't get it. I don't, I, you don't see it. You never see it. You just see him then laying all bloody. Foot guard, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Now, now you like, hey, you're not so tall now. As he's laying down, there are rules. We agreed to the rules, and yeah, they're like, there are rules, and walks over them. It's like AI stepping over somebody, and then they they go in like, is that nice? That's what Batman says, and then she goes nag, nag, nag. I'm like, what is going on here? What? How did this happen? What is going on here? Oh my. God. Goodness gracious. But they're like, you know, and then they just go, you know, there are rules. I know. I wrote them. What do you mean? If you follow them in, and then Batman's like, what does it matter? Because what I'm happening, what's happening now and what I'm going to do, I'm going to be killed when I go out. So why would I worry about my super friends? He said there'll be armies. There's going to be the superheroes. They're all going to be there to kill them when they come out. Now, I know there are Batman, rules, you Eric. you got to stop doing this nonsense. And, and it just the whole thing of I know there are rules, but Jesus Christ, you basically say that Superman's going to just kill you as you come out or whatever. I mean, I want to know what the rules are based on. Come what on. are we, they we there for? We've Tom King to give us the rules of things for a long time. We are never going to get it. I know, but maybe we will get 
get something more of that. But really, if you think about it, the whole thing, like you said, you're trying to wrap your head around it. All we see is them walking through the desert. They get Tiger. Selena beats up a, a 12-fucking-foot man, and they go in, and there's an orgy going on with Talia by the end. We don't see anything else, but we and do I, go I'm back to the you, mansion. This whole story, story is going to boil down to this, where at some point, you know, Damien came like, came forth. He, Batman realized he had a son, Talia's been yeah. keeping and it's gonna be some ridiculous thing where oh Talia and Batman had a secret wedding to sort of like, you know, to make you know Damien I, uh, legitimate I, or some shit. And now that he wants to get married for real, he has to go and have Talia sign divorce yeah, I, papers. I, I, and in order what to do I, that, yeah, have to what I get fight. what I get is that just when she killed Damien, uh they were gonna kill you know, see People would have taken Talia. Maybe Talia was in trouble at one point. Somebody was going to kill her. And because, you know, it's fucked up, but it is Damien's mom. And I think that at one point he said, listen, I, you have to, I'm going to take you. You're going to go in this country or you have to go into a goddamn mountain, it looks like. I, I don't know what kind of country this is, but the worst country I am going is. to protect you. There will be rules to protect you. You cannot die. Nobody can kill you. They're not going to be allowed in. You can't come out. You start doing shit and coming out, though we have seen her come out we've seen her in the the rebirth so well, it that's just, just have we seen her in rebirth uh we saw now that's what i was thinking when was the last time you said I that believe we saw the last her? time we saw talia go was in robin son of batman at the end of that arc okay I mean, well then yeah series, going into well then rebirth. it would have been the end into rebirth so we have because but we have like seen we saw her, her die at the end of batman incorporated but we yeah. also saw her brought back yeah, maybe and the that same might time be that damien was brought back and then but she yeah, was helping him the, out against the friggin uh I can't even remember what the freaking cult was that it was against the Al Ghouls, but she yeah. helped them out. So I can, I guess, you know, to keep her safe, we set her up in this forbidden country to make sure that nobody could, yeah, like, Yeah, but it's know. weird at and that point. Is, that was the point that it would have been. Because it seems that if you give this guard money, he'll let anybody in, yeah, but you just can't leave. Yeah, I, I just, I, I, again, I, I don't, I don't get it. But yeah, you might be right. That would be the, the, the beginning of Rebirth, the end of the DCYOU. Yeah. Uh, we did see her in Robin, Son of Batman. But with this, so I don't know if it's something where, cause you go back to the, the mansion, and this is where the point is, is that Damien starts crying because they start throwing fault at each other. You have Dick, you have Jason pretty much. Hey, this is your fault, says the Duke. Now the problem is, is where I really all right away have problems with is the fact that they are talking about pretty much the biggest, baddest superhero in the DCU. In their universe, Batman, there's nobody's fault of what he does except his own. At this point, they're just, it's your fault. No, it's, I, I I'm not Tim even wrong. It's your fault. Oh, it's your fault. It's Batman. He hasn't talked to anybody. And and what I get from this is you have them all saying, oh, it's your fault. Robin's supposed to brighten him. Oh, Robin's supposed to do this, this, that. Where in Rebirth, you had going into Rebirth, like we said earlier, that Batman was opening up. Batman was going to be more open to the Robins, to everyone, but especially the Robins. In the Rebirth, how many times have we seen him dealing with the Robins, and especially Damon? You have him Never. there with Damon a little in Super Sons. He's in Super Sons a little bit, and like that whole the prologue to Super Sons in the Superman book. But besides yeah. that, we have not seen him really interact with anybody yeah. except for when like they're being yep. hung, or they want to go ahead and get yeah. some fast food at fucking Bat Burger. Uh, has he talked and opened up his heart's desires to Gotham Girl? No. Yes. Yeah, he did. 
He's oh, the one that. Yeah. I, no, no, I'm sorry. You're right. He he talked on that goddamn rooftop. Yeah, which that's why that's he right. went to Selena. He that's if it's anybody's fault, it is Gotham Girls Gotham because Girls. she she's the one who said do what you want to do to make yourself happy. When he said I don't want to be Batman, I have to be Batman. It makes me sad. You well, know what, do Gotham some, Girl? You're remember, so much and then Gotham Girl said these Robins. Huh? I don't know why I have any Robins. Gotham Girl said. Gotham Girl said, hey, just do what you want to do. Do what makes you happy. Then he sat there on a goddamn bed for how long telling the story of the jokes and riddles to Selena. He has never in Rebirth, in Tom King's run, has sat down with Dick, with uh, with Jason. With, he did have the hamburger with Jason in another book, in The Outlaws. But in this book, he's never burger. sat there. Why wouldn't he have gone and said, because you have a little boy. Damien is a little kid. I don't care if, they, if he acts like an asshole. I would too if my dad ignored me completely through this whole thing. He is a little boy. He's 13. That his mom, it, the whole situation is fucked in the head. I and he know. has I to still deal with it. Damien emancipated himself because it seems like he's living in San Francisco now. At the yeah, he is. But why, why would you sit here? He doesn't talk to you. But he's never sat down and talked like, this is a little kid, and this is beyond comics. This is a little Eric Shea, where Batman didn't Aww. even seem to care what his 13-year-old would think about if he got married and, and got married to Selena, who would be his stepmom. He's she, he's never said anything, never asked him anything about it. So, yeah, I'd cry too. And in this, they're like saying this like, hey, it's your fault. It's your fault. And it, it all goes back because you have the good line with Duke. Like, I'm not even called Robin, so fuck you, Jason, uh, you know, you tire stealing genius and that's where uh, damon's like thomas is he's right i'm robin it's my it's my fault he starts crying it's not it is not his fault he batman asked somebody to marry him this is nobody's fault this is just something that's gonna happen but then damien starts crying this is a kid who doesn't cry he doesn't show emotions at all if he does it's big this is world war five when this happens but if you are jason todd yes i know that they throw insults at each other they throw tom king fucked up here because this is the greatest moment for you to show that jason todd cares about his little brother and goes over he could be in the middle of a joke and stop and then go over and go listen but it's not your fault you know and and then you could have damien damien would just go ah shut up fucking red hood you yeah asshole that's fine but jason continues with a joke while his little brother is crying and blames himself for what seems to be the worst thing that could happen to him and jason, jason says so okay upset because when damien came back he made sure that he painted himself in that yeah, family portrait don't go but he did to not that paint painting. jason on that family no, portrait no it's, it's you have the you have jason who is part of this it, to me these guys these robins are brothers that that damien is a kid who wants to be the best and is going to throw shade at everyone but when all it comes down to they are number one on the same team but they are brothers damien doesn't have a lot of guys jason is there he's a bigger brother he's the the black sheep of the family but still he should have went because uh okay don't panic this is happening that's a tear we're all dead while his brother's sitting there crying and dick is trying to console him it is nonsense. I hate it as a Jason Todd fan. It infuriates me. And as a Damien fan, it infuriates me as well because this is should be, to me, a very emotional moment. He makes it into a cheap joke, and it really upsets me. This is why I said the Robin part to this – I, I, it's fucking nonsense, and it, it really ends up being a cheap joke. And this is where he knows, and he says, I know what's going on. 
He's going before he gets married. And, and it yeah, still doesn't make sense to me. I don't know why Damien is crying because he says he knows what's going on. I know why my father's going to condemn. That's where mm-hmm. my mother is. Yes. That doesn't mean anything to me. That doesn't and tell me why you're I crying. I know. Well, yeah. And this is the thing is you have him crying. So you could have them like, what's wrong? And he's like, listen, I know where he's going. He's going to Kadim before he marries that woman. Kadim is where she's hiding. Who? My mother. And and th- so now he thinks she's hiding. So it, it goes against the thing. But the problem is, is this something that Damien, who has no reason to love his mother, there is no reason at all, but she did raise him. This is not like he was a test tube baby. You don't yeah. want to ruin the, the, the equipment with that. But oh, I know. that that is somebody that really through years – uh, he knows her more than he knows anybody in this room. This is his mother. Yes, she set him up to die. She wouldn't call off the you know fucking heretic and and do that. But he did know her for years upon years. He may still you know still love her. It's it's his mom. And it's a fucked up situation. But what is going I, on? Maybe it's fine that he loves his mom still, even though she, she she's fucked up and killed him. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I just don't know the reasoning behind. No, like, well, this oh is what God, I'm saying. I know why that, he's going there that's what I want to say like, is it I don't may. He may know that if Batman goes there, somebody has to die. This is where I'm getting it is that he's kind of saying, I know that's where she's hiding. You know, Talia al Ghul, the daughter of the demon, my mother. And with him crying, I think that possibly it's leading to like he thinks either his dad or his mom will be dead and probably thinks his mom. Uh, you know, that that's why the There's only reason no Batman would go Batman there. Batman would allow his mother to die. I know. But th- this is what I'm saying is he's going in. Really, tell me, you, Batman's going to marry Selina. He waits all this time to tell her this deep, dark secret that he has about the Joker made me. And, the, you know, I would be a killer without the Joker. And now, you, hey, all right, yes, I will marry you, uh, Bat. Hey, Cap, by the way, we got to go to this desert fucking place to, to find the to woman. The it. woman who I didn't I didn't marry, I didn't have relations with. She kind of got my sperm and made a kid. You know, that's Damien, and now we got to go. It, it's just nonsense. All it is to you know, me love. is continuing more fan service because when they, sh- they showed Talia, she's there. There's a big orgy going on, and she gets word that Batman is there. Okay, I see. Get my swords, and we're going to get a sword fight in the desert – and instead of being Raish versus Batman, it's going to be Selina versus Talia. And I, I can almost guarantee it. Out, you, so they better be topless. Yeah, they better be topless. Both of them, you said. I said, which one's going to be topless? Both. Both. But yeah, I, I, I hope that people realize why I got upset with this thing. Like this makes this issue makes Jason Todd a piece of shit beyond pieces of shit. This is beyond coming back from the dead and being mad at Batman and using guns. This is just an uncaring asshole who should not even be part of that painting. Now I'm with him now, Eric. He doesn't belong. No pain. Doesn't bother me that much because I know a lot of people like this who use like they see a fucked up situation. Like this, and they need to use humor to get past the oh, emotion they do. of it all. I didn't see any through. humor when Bizarro was dying. I didn't see Jason doing that, or when Bizarro would people would say something. He was all fucking guns a blazing to save him and be nice to him. And now here he's just making a joke as his little brother, who again, this is a 13 year old kid. This is a little, little kid. Yeah, he's a Robin. He's an asshole. He knows all this. He's been trained to be one of the deadliest people in the world. Still a 13 year old kid who is crying. Don't fucking sit there and make jokes. It's nonsense. And what I said to me at the end of that is that it could have been a very, 
very emotional scene, almost to the point where when Damien died and he sent that tusk to Dick in the New 52 yeah. after he died, and Dick got that, Great and scene. it was such an emotional, one of my favorite scenes in the New 52. Did you have any emotions for Damien? Because by the time you even react, all you said was, I don't even know what the fuck he's saying. Because of that, you don't even get any sort of emotion because of these jokes and things and what well, he wants not, to just throw it. It's not even jokes in my mind because I don't – I'm telling you, Jason Todd, he, this is the way he reacts to things. But I just don't understand Damien crying out of nowhere over this because I don't understand what – Well, he said it's his fault. And, and it's like he broke down because he starts crying when he said, it's my fault. And then, uh, you know, you have Dick go over, hey, Damien, kid, you okay? And then Duke, who, yeah, I don't think Duke either way, because Duke doesn't really know them. He's just, you know, getting to know them. Is he? He doesn't. And, okay, don't panic. This is happening. That's a tear. We're all dead. Now, shut up. I wish Dick would have fucking stood up and punched him right in his fucking face. But, yeah, there you go, Eric. I did like the art. Besides the Robins, uh, I thought the art was great. It was such a mixed bag for me because I love the art with Batman and Catwoman in the desert. Oh, I love Talia at the end, too. I like the stuff with the Robins, but I didn't care for the art in that section. Yeah, yeah, it kind of goes back back and forth. Yeah, Uh, what did you give it? Well, on the site during the review, I gave this uh, issue the benefit of the doubt because it is just setting up a new arc. I don't know what's going on yet, but like just talking yeah. with you, I, I'd say I gave it a 6.3 out of 10. I can't remember if I said that now, but yeah. talking with you, I got so angry just thinking about all the situations that are going, the dialogue, the fucking just killing the horse for no reason. And, and like, while I don't like mind the whole Jason, you know, like making a joke at uh, Damien's expense, it's just Damien's reaction and just like being so goddamn generic with his answer. It's my mother. That's why it's my yeah. fault. And I'm crying. Yeah. Why didn't he tell us more? Like why I, Tom King wants to give us the scene, but doesn't want to give us any information. But if I'm he says you, that, even the. Even with the art, though, like I said, I like the stuff that's in the yeah. desert because I think, oh, well, it's like, but even that can't save this for me because now I have to give it a fuck you five because it just yeah. angers me because it's all this nonsense well, over Eric, and over then, again. Then you're with me, my friend, because I give it a fuck you five. I, I just, it, it, it's, it's just what happened because when you and I were talking, I told you I gave it a six point uh, three out of ten. You're like, I think I'm going around a six out of ten earlier when we talked yeah. about it. Now after talking yeah. together, yeah, you got this, me down too. And that's the thing, Eric. I'm a very persuasive, angry man. Yeah, they, luckily that I'm anger. I'm myself. To luckily that, that anger, though, reason, is like I got past that whole thing. Like when I was reviewing this book for the Sun, I went through. I didn't even really think about Batman with the gun, even like like I, yeah. I saw like Selena kill the horse. It bothered me, but even Batman having the Holding shotgun that gun. and handing it to her, yeah. and just the whole fan service, like, oh, don't worry, it's okay because it's the Nightmare Batman outfit. Fuck you. Yeah, that's what it seems. That's what it seems. People seem to be like, hey, that's cool because the Nightmare Batman and Batman v Superman had a gun. It's the whole thing, too. I just got done the War of Jokes and Riddles where I think you fundamentally ruined the fucking character of Batman. And then we go in the first issue of this and it's Batman with a fucking gun killing a goddamn animal. like. You just don't want to stop hurting my favorite hero, do you? Yep. Yeah, and like I said all along, like I've been saying in the this whole run, a lot of things he sets up these scenes as like fencers. But I always said before, uh, it's the shock in all of it. It's the hey, here's a big scene. Now what do I have to do to force myself to the next big scene without any sort of explanations and stuff? And that's what happens when Damien's crying. When you have that. When you have you know Selena there brought no down reason. a twelve fucking. Foot- what, man? No, 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 no. 
Eric. Please no. But that is it. That is the spotlight, Eric. Not a very positive one. I was really for looking us. forward to the rules of engagement, just because I thought once the war of jokes and riddles, like Tom, yeah, King maybe he'll idea. get back to it doing something. It didn't pan out the way he might have thought. Like it didn't turn out complete the way he might have wanted yeah. it in the end. And I thought, okay, we're done with that. We're gonna move on with the arc. We're back in the present day. We can move on, and maybe he'll yeah. be able to tell a story yeah, that I can get some, in, yeah, like, involved with and something. be happy with. It's just not that there. <sighs> yeah. And Selena now is a horse killer, Eric, a horse killer. I just uh, – it's funny because it's like Tom King had that and he wanted that horse to die, but you you can't have Batman do it. Then people would really get upset. No, I I would hope that many people would get it because Batman Batman set it up. Hey, set it up, but yeah, that is it. But I'm going to tell you in our regular podcast, I did say earlier today we were deciding what we were going to do for this you know, spotlight, and I said to you, you know what? I really want to have something positive yeah. on the spotlight. And then I said, you know what? That would kind of be false advertising because we sure do would. want people to listen to this and say, you know what? I, maybe I'll check out their, their longer podcast because I, I like the way they discuss things. They don't seem to, you know, kowtow to everybody, all that nonsense. And, yeah, I said, I don't want to be false advertising because when we get angry, we get angry. When we like something, we like it. Eric Shea. But this is what we're going to talk about this week on the main podcast, which is every book that came out. Aquaman – Number 29, you have Batman number 33, which you just heard. Batman the Drown number one, which continues those metal one shots. I That is Dan Abnett writing it, and that is going to be with Reginald. We have Batwoman number eight that is continuing Batwoman, obviously. But we have Dan does it on the site, and Dan is a huge Batwoman fan. And I'll tell you, he's been very, very disappointed oh, with I this know. rebirth Batwoman and he liked this issue a lot more. So I'm really, really looking forward because I, I trust him on that I hope that I do as well. And I, I've looked at all his scores, and usually when he says something is bad, it's bad, and we agree with him. So, yeah, boy, I'm really right. looking forward to that. Though I think maybe he might be punch drunk now. Eric, we have Green Arrow number 33, which starts uh, Oliver Queen going back to uh, Star City and the trial and all that. It's got to be better up. than Hard Travel and Hero, right? Boy, I'm telling you, they throw a lot of characters. There's a lot of characters that if you haven't been reading the whole series, your head's going to be spinning, Eric, because I, I mentioned dude, one to you today. Know. You were telling me about it. And I you didn't even know who series. it was. You were up shit I don't even remember. Yeah, I'm like, hey, Eric, remember Dante? And you're no. like, no. And I said, you know, Dante's Inferno. You remember the Inferno? You're like, just I, I stop. The you told me to shut up. Dante. <laughs> you told me to stop. If you remember, I believe, and now uh, it's Dante was a burned victim who wore a red suit, I believe, Eric. And we said when we used to laugh, and this is just me remembering that, we said that he had the red suit so when his shit falls off his goddamn burned victim face, Gross. it wouldn't mess up his suit. Green Lanterns number 33, Tim Seeley starting off his run on Green Lanterns. We have Harley Quinn number 30 that we'll talk about with Reggie. Uh, Solid, we'll be talking about with him, and that's going to continue Harley running for mayor. We have Justice League number 31, which ends Brian Hitch's uh, legacy arc. It does not uh, end his run. He has metal tie and stuff coming up, but yeah, uh, it is the end of his his, uh, series proper. Eric, Nightwing number 31 that Tim Seeley continues on that one we have super sons number nine which ends that weird arc that we were in that goddamn yaggers gausker doll Aaron, yeah whatever I think, man i think I, that's I how you pronounce it crack lao and the mud people and the clay 
We have Superman number 33, which we will not have on our podcast. That is going to be Patreon Patreon only. only. That was uh, picked by the badasses. So if you want to hear that again, go to our Patreon account. Uh, Jeremy will be talking about The Wild Storm number 8, one of his favorite books. Also with that, I'll just throw it out there. I think he's also going to talk about Wonder Woman Conan number 2. And me and you are going to talk together. Titans number 16, Eric. That long-form story continues. Sure does. And then Trinity number 14, which seems to be the uh, penultimate issue of the Dark Destiny arc uh, with awesome V. And we're in there. Yes. It seems. I I said, when you look at it, you'll have to see. I believe that you are in there again, though. Without the Weird Science logo on your clothes, I don't think it's official. I changed my clothes, Jim. It doesn't look official, but it definitely looks like you, Eric. It looks like you have gotten away from those demons and is just running like a little girl. Screaming. It even acts like me. It does. But yeah, that's it. Uh, again, come and listen to our main podcast. Listen to all the other books. I hope we weren't too negative for you. I hope we didn't get a, a, you know too excited or mad. Please don't write reviews that we have fake anger. I, I really wish it was. I really, really wish it was fake anger. We haven't recorded in a bit. We actually uh, have uh, kind of pulled back the recording for a week or so, and I felt weird when we started. It seemed like That'll we happen. haven't recorded in, like, months. But, yeah, once my anger came back, Eric, I was fine. I was ready to go. <laughs> but that is it. That is it, it everybody. Thank you. Yes, oh, it all came together. Thank you, Eric. What do we say at the end of the spotlight? Turn that spotlight off. Oh!